closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. Back on On the Sidelines, Lindsey Patterson, Molly Watson, sponsored by OrthoCincy. Doing a quick bi-week podcast while the Cincinnati Bengals head into their bye weekend three and three quick recap the last time I did a Bengals pod outside of having guests on it was after the Tennessee Titans game and at that point things started to look a little bleak for this club they were still dealing with Joe Burrow's calf injury they only had one win on the season and they lost badly in Nashville their whole goal over the next few weeks was to get to three and three on the season. And then you get right back into controlling your destiny. It gets difficult the second half of the season. They have the toughest schedule in the NFL the back half of the year. So this is definitely going to be something to watch out for. When you come out, you play the Niners. Then it's Sunday Night Football versus the Buffalo Bills. They still have Kansas City and a lot of their AFC North opponents. But I just want to focus on where they're at right now at three and three on the season and we'll start with Joe Burrow as the quarterback they had the Arizona Cardinals game and it felt like Joe Burrow was back he said after the Titans game it was the best he has felt with his calf since training camp and he was really optimistic of where he was heading when it comes to the finish line with the calf injury and I think that is the most encouraging thing because this calf injury was from July 27th to most of the beginning of regular season felt like he tweaked it and he did confirm that in the second half versus the Ravens game when they were trying to come back in the fourth quarter and it was in a different spot but he says it wasn't as severe Um, So now they're at the bye week. You hope that when he comes out of that and you at least get into November, early November, you're at the finish line and there's no setbacks. And I think that's the most important thing to really pull from where the season is right now is no setbacks for Joe Burrow. You want to control that. That's your biggest thing because this offense rolls when Joe Burrow is rolling. The biggest thing is honestly the calf. And I think you have to be extremely encouraged after hearing from Joe over the last few weeks and even seeing him in the Arizona game. I know a lot of people, some of the takeaways of what they look like in the first half offensively versus the second half versus the Seattle Seahawks. But overall, it's encouraging because the biggest thing is how this offense functions. If Joe has a good game, the offense has a good game. And I don't think you can look at a lot of NFL teams around the league and say it's the same for them. Um, I think they can have average quarterback play and have their receivers or their tight ends or running backs step up and be okay. For the Cincinnati Bengals, it's all Joe Burrow. Uh, They call him Joey Franchise for a reason. So just getting that calf healthy healthy is, is the biggest thing. I'm not saying that they're at the end of the road or anything like that. It could be something that you get into November and you finally feel like you're there as long as you have no setbacks. And they obviously have one more game um, coming up at the end of October when they face the 49ers. But this bye, I feel like, is coming at a fantastic time just to stay with the offense right now. Jamar Chase, he has proven to be one of the top wide receivers. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just Tyreek and and Jamar at the end of the year of one and two, um, not putting it in any order, but obviously Tyreek has 
has had a really good start with the Miami Dolphins. And it's just really encouraging to see uh, Jamar step up. It's going to be a big payday for him in the offseason, and I feel like it's going to be in Cincinnati. T. Higgins battling a rib injury, tough guy to be out there in the Seattle game playing through that. And I still think there's more in the tank for T this season. Um, he obviously had his two touchdowns in the second half versus the Ravens. It was a big, big game for him. Tyler Boyd finally in the uh, getting back in the end zone. Always good to see out of Tyler Boyd. And Andre Yosibosh. Uh, this rookie, what's so crazy about him, he was drafted by the Bengals in the sixth round. And I remember watching a lot of NFL draft day interviews, and he had said that he had maybe a two-day visit in Cincinnati. It was his longest visit out of all the NFL teams. So for him to be there in the sixth round, I still think that that's a steal for Cincinnati. Um, you know, he had a fourth round, fifth round grade, and uh, just really cool to see him get in the end zone as a rookie. Uh, Charlie Jones, he'll be out one more game. He's on the short-term IR right now. It'll be, um, you know, great to see him punt returning on special teams. And, you know, who knows what his role will be on the offense when he does return. Um, but just seeing guys like Yoshi, Jamar, you have T, Tyler Boyd, you know, you're going to see so much out of these playmakers. And even the run game, you know, Joe Mixon, I feel like he's been encouraging over the last few early on in, in the season. Uh, RB2, still question mark. I'm hoping they can get more out of uh, their rookie class when you look at a guy like Chase Brown. Maybe it's as a running back receiver or even on the ground, but you definitely want to get that more from, from them because you need to balance out your offense. And that is one of my biggest concerns right now. Um, you, you need a run game. It's going to be something that's going to be help you sustain this offense throughout a long season. And we hope that they're playing throughout January, if not in February. Um, but there are some things that, that they're going to have to fix offensively. But overall, the defense, there's a lot of games this year that you could say, wow, that was really encouraging. The Rams game. Um, I know what some of the Arizona Cardinals game looked like, but when you get a pick six and you get turnovers and you get the pressure, a lot of that happened in the second half is um, is something to, to stand by. And then obviously in the Seattle game, Sam Hubbard, probably career best game. Cam Taylor Britt is turning out to be what could be a cornerback number one. I know Cheeto's still battling his back injury, so I feel like they're going to ease him in there. And uh, Trey Hendrickson, just incredible. Getting to the quarterback. That's one of the things that this team has really struggled with throughout the years is putting pressure, getting to the quarterback. And we're really seeing that this year. Trey currently has seven sacks. He's um, behind just two guys right now in the league. And a couple of his sacks were called back by penalties this year, so he could be leading the league. Feels like a steal of an extension the Bengals had with him in the offseason. So defensively, I'm really excited about it. I knew Leanna Rumo told them um, it's pretty crazy that the Seattle Seahawks had four trips in the red zone and only three points. They had back-to-back -back stops on goal line stands. Um, or at least in the red zone to be able to stop them from scoring a touchdown to either take the lead um, or have it um, be one that's going to be hard to bounce back from offensively because they were struggling in the second half. So credit to the defense and Lou. Um, I know Lou told the guys, I want to say Sam Hubbard, BJ Hill, Trey Hendrickson, DJ Reader, going to need you out there one more, one, one more, one more way to end this game. And not only did they end the game, they got to Geno Smith. And I don't know, I'm pumped because it gave me the 2021, 2022 version of this defense and, and what it really can be. So there's some things to fix offensively. Um, unfortunately, they're 32nd in the NFL. Uh, there's too many talented pieces on this team from the wide receivers to the quarterback. Um, to be 32nd in the NFL. But I think a lot of that really just goes to the calf injury for Joe. And he toughed it out because just a, 
over a month ago, people were saying, oh, maybe Joe should go on the IR and rest his calf. And he toughed it out and played through it. So I don't think you can look at a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that would have done that. And Joe's just different. Um, so as a leader and a captain, you could really tell that he's QB1. And I think a lot of teams would, would like that on their roster any day of the week. And another thing he did in the game that I definitely want to talk about because I thought it was so awesome. Yoshi thought he had a penalty when he had his first career touchdown. Joe went over to the ball guy, went over and found the, the ball in the end zone and gave it to Yoshi. And that just is the kind of teammate he is. Um, and, uh, it's just, yeah, offensively, maybe I should be more concerned. And I think they're going to, they're going to be able to bounce back and get more out of their talented players. I know Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator said this week, they're going to need to see more out of guys not named Jamar Chase. And he's right. Um, even on the offensive line, Jonah Williams moving over to right tackle. He's, he's done a really good job. Alex Kappa might be their best offensive lineman right now. You got Ted Karras at center. Uh, Cordell Volson, it's been a down year in year two, and he's going to have to pick up his plan. And Orlando Brown has been fine. Um, you know, this offensive line is, is one of Joe Burrow's best that he's had in the league. At one point, I want to say he had like seven seconds to throw the ball, which is crazy. Um, he's one of the fastest quarterbacks to get the ball out over the last two years and to have time. And it's just going to take a minute for, you know, Joe to trust his new line and, and, and coming off the calf injury. So it doesn't get easier because you get the 49ers coming up. You have the Buffalo Bills. As I mentioned before, all the AFC North games it's it's a tough battle, tough stretch, and I know ESPN even put out um, a ranking that Cincinnati has the toughest schedule to finish out the second half of the season, but they've seen that before. Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care is more affordable than a busy ER. With five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson, Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit orthocincy.com to learn more. That's orthocincy.com. Cincinnati has the toughest schedule to finish out the second half of the season, but they've seen that before. When they're against all odds, when everybody thinks it's over for them, they always find a way. Even though the AFC North, it's tight. Um, everybody has a 500 or above record, and that doesn't make it easier on you when you are you were the AFC North favorites to, to take it before the season started. So, you know, they can't drop any of these games. They've, they've got to find a way to, to continue this win streak. I don't think it's going to be something we saw last year, last year when it was a 10-game win streak towards the, the last half of the season after going 4-4. Four and four. But you've just got to figure out a way to kind of string along these wins. And, yeah, they have another NFC game coming up, but you got to win in the AFC too. Uh, if you don't win your division, you got to win some of these tiebreakers in the AFC, and, and they have to find a way to capitalize on that. So that's really what I'm going to be looking for towards the second half of the season. And, and as long as Joe Burrow is healthy, I truly believe he's going to be able to lead this offense to back to what we've seen before in the past two years when they've been to back-to-back -back AFC championship games, when they went to a Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're going to win this year, but they have all the talent. They really do, and they're getting it together on defense. And one guy we don't talk enough about is Evan McPherson. Um, you know, he's definitely kept them in some games, and uh, the go-ahead field goal too, just to, just to have that. And, and Evan McPherson feels underrated. But, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to see what the second half 
of the season will look like. It'll be nice one year if you don't have to worry about Joe Burrow coming off an injury during preseason or training camp, and maybe this offense can get off to a fast start. But when you look around the league, I think a lot of teams are kind of dealing with the same issue offensively. You could say the same thing about Patrick Mahomes, the Buffalo Bills, the Jacksonville Jags. It's just there are plenty of teams, even in the AFC North, um, Everybody has something to work on on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, it seems like nobody's skipping a beat. You could say the Cleveland Browns have the best defense in the league right now. But I always trust Lou. I always trust Lou and his unit. And, and I feel like they can get to be the, the top five unit that they probably were expected to be before going into the season. Um, there's too many talented guys. And, and one of the biggest things is being able to get to the quarterback, a guy who's underrated is Trey Hendrickson, and, and having that pressure, already having seven sacks on the season is really encouraging, especially when you have the talent around him. And just seeing some of these rookies step up, even DJ Turner, a guy who I haven't mentioned yet, he's one of their corners who um, I wouldn't be surprised getting more snaps. Jordan Battle, another rookie safety. Um, I know Lou Anarumo had mentioned that he was going to kind of split the snaps between Nick Scott and, and Jordan Battle throughout the season. And we didn't really see it in the last game, but it could be something that they mess with with the 49ers, who are a very talented team. This will be a tough game when you look at guys like Christian McCaffrey, Debo, um, their defense, Bosa, uh, trying to trying to stop their tight end, who's, who I think, I know a lot of people, I, I, I'll just say he's a top two, you can say he's one or two, but George Kittle is really good um, tight end in the NFL, so yeah, it's going to be tough. But uh, it's my favorite time of year. Uh, I'm really excited to see kind of what happens the last part of October and November, December. And, and hopefully it's a long month of January football for the Cincinnati Bengals. And, you know, if they can get this offense going and, and get it back together, kind of the vintage 2021 and 22, I'd say watch out. I'd say watch out because I truly believe they'll be able to bounce back, and especially if Joe Burrow's calf has no setbacks over the next few weeks. Um, and the buys happen at a good time. You know, it's it's good to kind of watch these rest of these games in the AFC North and just see where the other teams are. Um, you know, the Ravens have a tough one with the Lions. I think the Lions are one of the best, some could say, favorite in the NFC quietly. They remind me of the 2021 Cincinnati Bengals just with the hype and excitement. Um, the Cleveland Browns, they have a good defense. I don't believe in Deshaun Watson. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, Lamar struggling too offensively, but they have a good defense. So I feel like it's the same story for a lot of teams in the AFC North. And then obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers, you could point to very similar storyline where they have a good defense, but Kenny Pickett is their quarterback. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, it's exciting times. Reds Fest is right around the corner, and I'm sure we'll do a podcast on that when that comes up in December. FC Cincinnati is going to be in postseason, which is always exciting. It's something uh, that's getting to be kind of normal with that club over the last two years, and we'll see how far they go um, when it comes to, to postseason. And it's college basketball, too, um, and hopefully the Bearcats and football can, can kind of finish out strong. I know it's been kind of disappointing right now, but uh, – don't give up, on, give up on them yet, and, and going to games at Nippert's always a really good time. That's all I have now. Uh, I'll be back with Molly Watson next week in studio, and we'll have plenty to preview as we're rolling down October and kind of looking ahead to November when it comes to the Cincinnati sports teams. But thank you, as always, for listening to On the Sidelines. I'm Lindsay Patterson.